Welcome back, everybody. It's time once again to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center. The party's on today with our uh, party chief himself, our party animal himself, John Gutierrez. Test, test, one, two, three, un, dos, tres. We have DJ Bebel in the house. Welcome, everybody, to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, John Gutierrez, Senior Vice President here at the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We have a special guest with us today. He's a longtime member of our chamber, Mr. Luis Nava Rico, a.k.a. DJ Bebel, founder of DJ Bebel Entertainment, an entrepreneur and marketing specialist, owner of Photo Booth Bomber, SoCal 360 Booth, Husband, father, community leader, welcome DJ Bebel. Thank you, John. Thank you, John, for having me here at the OC Talk Radio. And shout out to all the listeners here today on YouTube and all the social media platforms. I'm happy to be here. As you can see, folks, this is this comes natural to him. This is like he is in his environment. Like this this is easy for him. But but listen, we're we're gonna go into some really great social media platforms, marketing tools that you are always creating as a young entrepreneur, as a businessman. Um, and, and I have some great stuff we've talked about here that, that we're going to go into. But before that, we like to get to know um, our special guests. And, and let's just start a little bit about you. Share with us where you grew up. Share with us some of your hobbies, your love. And, and we'll get into how you ended up in this career. Of course, of course. So, um, first of all, like I said, great introduction by John here. My name is Luis. Grew up, born and raised in Santa Ana. Um, you know, went to school throughout my years, Santa Ana School District, you know, Roosevelt, Villa, and then graduated from Century as a Centurion. You're a Centurion as yes, well. That's right. Go Century. <laughs> Centurion's in the house. You know, born and raised in Santa Ana. Had a great time. Amazing family. Hardworking family. Shout out to my parents, my brothers, my sister. My dad right now is still working, 72 years old, still working hard. Is he and, really? Uh, yeah, he's still working, man. Wow. 4 a.m., wakes up at 4, goes to work at 5, gets out at 3.30, so it's hard working, man. Right That's there. probably where you've learned a lot of your hard working uh, drive, right? Of course, yeah. So I see him every day, you know, when I go over to my parents' house, um, and, you know, it's always, always working. And I, I feel like I'm the same way, too. I, I'm wired to just be working all day. Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have to be working, you know, because you're not on the clock. You know what I mean? You're not clocking in, clocking out. You're hustling. You're creating. And nowadays, it's all about content creation. So Yes. So share with us a little bit about, and, and, and I know you're also obviously married. Uh, shout out to Ms. Nava. And you've got a young son, right, uh, Leo? Yes. Shout out to my wife. Thank you so much. I love you. Shout out to my son, three and a half years old. He's in school right now, so I was able to come and hang out with you guys. I saw him Christmas bit. shopping yesterday, right, or something? Yes. We we stopped by <laughs> and uh, got some Christmas stuff. He got his little tree. He wanted to just you know get it started, and he has it next to his bed. So, what's that like being a father? Share with us a little bit as you know, uh, as a father. What is that like? Obviously, you still have your dad in your life. And your mom, right? Yeah, being a father, um, it's fun. 
it, it's tough at times. But when you have that great support system, like your wife, which shout out to my wife once again, you know, she's still she has a full time job, hardworking woman, and she dedicates a lot of time to our son. Mm-hmm. Also, as far as the support system, we have an amazing support system, which is my mom and her mom, which is our my suegros and my and my parents, uh, they help us a lot with our son, my brother-in-laws and sister-in-law. So um, shout out to all of them. And I think having that support system, you're able to accomplish a lot of different things from running a business to having the time to spend with them, taking them to school, dropping them off. I think I think that's one of my favorite things to do is, you know, dropping them off or picking them up from school. I think it just brings him so much joy. His smile when you pick him up is just priceless. So I know, I know. With my son, Eli, who's now ten, and even Jonathan, who's in high school, when they were younger, like your son's age, it was like after you pick him up, it's like, where do you want to go? Oh, let's go get some yogurt. Yeah, or let's go get some Chick Fil A or something. Right? Yeah. Does that happen with you? Every time, man. <laughs> Yogurtland pizza. Every time, so um, you know, all I, the parents I, listening know what we're talking about, right? They they know what we're talking about, <laughs> and you know, and I don't, I don't necessarily take them every time, but you know, I, I try to tell them like, hey, if you do this, make it happen. You know, he he plays sports too. He's he's in, in Tustin Pony, so shout out to Tustin Pony. You gotta hit home runs. You gotta do this. You gotta behave, and he, if he's able to do all that. We'll take him to yoga land when he yeah. behaves, you know. Nice. So you give him that uh, kind of goals, right? Accountability. Yeah, and I feel like kids need that. I feel like they should have done that to me when I was younger. Probably did. I just don't remember. Um, but um, I feel like having that system teaches them a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I also saw your son DJing one time. <laughs> that was really cool. How how did you end up in the in that career? How did how did that happen? Damn, you you want to go way back? We, <laughs> Take it way started. back, right? All right, so <laughs> I started DJing um, when I was 13 and a half. Okay. My brother, Mike, he bought me my first turntable set with records and and two little speakers for my 13th birthday party. So he brought them. I didn't know what to do with them. We were just there in the living room. I have pictures, actually. Um, do you and, remember some of the first music you ever kind of played? Yeah. I, I still have the records. Uh, the first record that my brother gave me was the Alice DJ okay. uh, record, also a Still Dre. So okay. shout out to Dr. Dre. Dre uh, Beats? A lot of people don't know. <laughs> Dre and Dre Beats are connected, right? Only a couple billion there, right? That's it? A couple billion. <laughs> Apple bought them off, so, you know, different story there. Other than that, guys, uh, you know, I started with that turntable set. From there, I didn't know what I was doing at that time. My I brother, bet you didn't imagine that was going to be your career, right? Not you at You were just that having moment. fun with it? I just had fun with it. I had My brother's friend was a DJ, so I would go with them and help them out with records and carry records. The crates? Um, the crates. The, the milk crates. The milk crates full of records. And yes. I, and at, at to, uh, he was doing, like I think, a wedding. I was like, hey, let me jump on the turntables. I want to spin. I want to DJ. Were um, you nervous the first time you were going to kind of be in front of people? I was and was I wasn't. Just I don't remember. It was just natural to you, huh? No, I was nervous. The yeah. first, my first event, I was really nervous. Um, it was me and DJ Wally. We had like a little Halloween party in the backyard. Okay. This is when we, me and Wally collab and bought our own stuff together. We had a party for her sisters. So Halloween you started party. investing into the career. Yeah. So before I bought my own turntable set, I had to sell fireworks. I was selling fireworks in my block. Okay. So I would buy illegal fireworks. Um, I'll buy illegal fireworks from Chinatown and resell them in my town in Santa Ana with a backpack and a, and a little bike. Basically, 
you were doing whatever you could to buy what I wanted to pursue your business career as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right? I was like 14 and a half at that time. And I remember I spent $80 on fireworks and I You flipped I, it. I flipped it to $500. Like it was like $540. <laughs> and that's how you do business, folks. You hear that? 800 was it? You said how 80 much? bucks. 80 bucks? And I, I came up with $540. Which was a lot back then, right? Oh, my God. That was a lot of money. But <laughs> I had to buy my turntables that I wanted. Wanted to buy my turntables that I wanted. I got them. Uh, my dad took me to downtown LA to buy them. I, I think I still needed like another $40, which he helped me out with. And I was able to get my first DJ set that I really wanted. For those of you listening that don't know what a turntable is, basically it's where you play the record. Correct. Right? But along with that, there's other pieces that are important, right? The, the mixer. The mixer, right? The headphones. Um, and at that time, records were expensive. One song, one, one single track, you're paying like $8 per record. And it adds up? It adds up because sometimes you want to get two records while you're mixing the instrumental to the clean version. So that's like $16 there plus tax. It's a lot of money for me at that eight, at that time. I was doing backyard parties, and we will get like about $80 to $100 per event. Would you bring the whole DJ system? Yeah, I so would bring. you had bring. to bring speakers, lights, the whole deal, right? Correct. Yeah, we brought everything. Uh, like I said, Wally will help us out. Wally, um, he would also DJ. He will buy records. He will. He invested also on speakers, so we will use his speakers. Um, we will do a lot of school events at Century. I was the ASB DJ. So okay. shout out to Mr. Michaels. I became an A. I was an ASB my junior and senior year of high school. From there, I was. I had a lot of practice DJing during lunchtime. And at that time, there was two, two lunches. So I had two lunches. Wait, so so this is important. People understand. How cool is this that at Century High School, the teachers, the staff, the principal, they were okay to allow you to step into this role as a DJ in the quad, right? Correct. I'm assuming because yes. I know there's a quad area at Century yeah. there. And you would DJ. And people would be like, what, dancing or something? Like, Yeah, was it, it, it was, was my cool? class. It was literally my class. Like, <laughs> So I had that so much awesome. fun in high school um, <laughs> being the DJ during lunchtime, during all the pep rallies, during all the award ceremonies, all that good stuff, especially all the dances after school. You know, we did like Sadie's, winter formals, proms. So from there, I got a lot of experience doing school events. Right out of high school, I went into real, doing... Real quick, okay. folks, for those of you listening, remember what he just said about school events. Because later on, he's going to share how much you're doing with school events now, which oh, is yeah. like 10 years, 20, I don't know, 15 years later or whatever it is. 15 years later. 15 years yeah. later. So go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But it's that's so important how you were starting your business. You were doing it at a low cost, right? You probably weren't making very much money. You were kind of doing it voluntarily, helping out the school or whatever it was, but how the investment at a young age would pay off later. I mean, I could probably imagine that even those listeners at your high school may have later hired you today to do their wedding or a quinceanera for their daughter or something like that, right? Yeah, that's... that's Look at his smile. He knows. (laughs) That's what's going on right now. I'm 33 years old. You know, most of of the people get married at 25 through 30, you know. So a lot of my friends, a lot of my... um, you know, word of mouth eventually reached out to us to to take care of their wedding. So we, we did get a lot of events during that time. And to this day, we're still doing a lot of weddings. Uh, we do all type of events from weddings, corporate events, quinceañeras, sweet 16s, 
And, you know, if we're available, we're able to do backyard parties even. You know what I mean? A lot of people but, do events. So. so you did this in high school. Where after high school did you decide, hey, I'm going to go into this as a career to make a living, to, to obviously be an entrepreneur? Where does that happen? How does that happen? So right after high school, um, I didn't think this was going to be like my actual career. Um, I went to college, Santa Ana College, so shout out to SAC. Um, you know, and from there, I, I was 18. I, I was DJing at that time, so I was doing a lot of uh, bar clubs, nightclubs. So my focus on school was not all there. So I was like more in, in the entertainment side, which I loved. You know, I enjoyed, loved. From there, I had a job for the city of Santa Ana. So right out of high school, I started working for the city. So I had part-time city. And then at nighttime, I had my nightclubs and bars. Two jobs. Two jobs. Late nights, you know. Long hours. Long hours. and But I enjoyed it. You know, I was young. Um, I was able to network with a lot of people at the, at the nightclubs, get to meet a lot of different business owners, different artists, especially a lot of Latin artists I was able to meet at Hollow's, so shout out to Hollow's Bar. Other than that, there was a time of my life where I was like, you know what, I'm my health is not out there. Like, I'm gaining weight. I need to get into the gym. I need to lose some weight and, and focus on myself. That's because good. Because I was doing a lot of late night. I was uh, eating late, eating late, yep. four in the morning at Denny's and going home at 6 a.m., waking up at four to eat with my parents yes. and then doing it again at the nightclub. So, so you were learning how to adjust your lifestyle, right? Your career. And it was also about your health. That's good that you, you yeah. saw that the importance of that. Yeah. And I noticed that like when I was 22, 23 years old, because I ended up I stopped working with the city. From there, I went full-time DJ, like, six days a week. Tuesday through Sunday, DJing. But it's not that you went full-time DJing. It's that you were doing such a good job that you were getting booked. Correct. Right? I mean, think about it. How does someone... I mean, six days. You were busy. Busy, yeah. So I was working a lot at, at night. But like I said, health issues. I'm like, you know, I'm gaining weight. That was my health. I'm like, you know what? I need to get back to back on track. I started going to the gym. I started DJing at the gym. For um, I, he's DJing at the gym now. Look at this. I wanted a free membership from school DJing to clubs to the gym. Yeah, so I wanted a free membership. So I would DJ the member appreciation day. Bartering. Yep. Um, and then from there, uh, I met Johnny, which was a general manager at the Tustin LA Fitness. And I told him, like, hey, you know, I think I want a job here. All my friends are coming in here because I'm DJing and they're signing up. Yes. How do I get paid for that? <laughs> Like, I want to get compensated. He's like, nah, don't worry about it. Just just DJ, you know? Okay. I'll give all your friends memberships, whatever. Um, so then I'm like, you know what? I think I want to challenge myself on doing sales. I've never had a sales job. First time. First time. This takes is, a lot. It takes a lot to yeah. say I want to get into sales. Yeah. And then I'm like, so what does this guy do? So I will see him. I would just hang out with him in the chair and just, like, see what he did, you know? I was shadowing but at that time, I didn't have a job yet. I was just dressed in my gym clothes, taking my pre-workout, you know, and getting all pumped up because he was trying to sell this client. From there, I, I, I was like, you know what? I want to work here. How do I get a job? Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, well, just, you know, bring your resume, and you're going to get interviewed by Linda. So shout out to Linda. Mm -hmm. And I got hired on the spot. 
started working. To sell memberships? Sell memberships. Okay, because I remember you telling me the story. Yeah, so I started selling memberships and doing and getting sales. Getting in shape, right? Getting in shape. I lost a lot of weight. I was like 225 and I dropped to like 165. He has photos on his social media of those days. Yeah, so <laughs> I was working out three times a day. I was working out before work, during work. That's good. And after work. That's so good. I would work out, you know, I would get motivated by all these people coming in, positive vibes, and and that was uh, the fitness vibes there, you know. So you were always hyped. You were so, never down. So to summarize, body, mind, and soul, because you were also taking care of the body, but you were also getting into a whole new sales and marketing role that you were teaching yourself by selling memberships. Yes. So, you know, doing sales is hard. So at that time, I learned class, and class is a uh, a word that I take at heart because learning doing sales at the gym uh, taught me a lot in life now with my business because cla- what class means means calls leads appointments shows and sales repeat that one more time you guys hear that class calls leads appointments shows and sales and it's a numbers game so I had to make 60 calls I wouldn't make 60 calls I would make 120 calls and, and appointments, you needed like five appointments. I, would, I wouldn't schedule five appointments. I would schedule ten. And then um, leads. Oh, for, I skipped leads. Leads, I would go out and network. I would go to the block. I would go to the mall. And it will get to a point that we'll kick us out because we're passing out too many flyers. Um, <laughs> we're in downtown Santa Ana a lot. I, was, I literally closed people in downtown Santa Ana in the street. I made them sign the, the paperwork. Hustling. They gave me their credit card. And I was able to sign them up in the street. And I worked there two years in the year of 2014. But at that same time, I was DJing, part-time DJing, full-time job. Because doing sales, you had to work weekends as well. But there was this time I was like, you know what? I don't want to work weekends because I have my events on the weekends. So what would I do to get away from that? I will get four deals a week. I will get four deals a week. I will put in put them in the system on Friday so I could tell my general manager, hey, I got four deers, I'm out. I'm not coming on the weekend. All they care about is sales, you know? Well, so, you, were, you were meeting the quota, right? Yeah. You were me- the numbers. Yeah. But at the same time, you were learning corporate uh, sales and marketing, which, like you said, would later help you with your business, Correct. right? Share with us how you ended up at the chamber. I mean, I know... <laughs> I know you went from there, and then you went to eventually DJing like full time. Yeah, so it got to a point where I was doing events during the week, where I'm like, you know what? If I could do this event once a month during the week, I don't have to work for my job because that's gonna pay me my whole paycheck the whole month, one event. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I got that gig. I was able to do events. I was doing one event a week that removed me from working at a corporate job. From there, I'm like, you know what, I'm, I could go full-time. It's a big risk because you never know something could happen. Um, and I went all in. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go full-time. I'm going to buy my van, which I have my van now. It's my mobile DJ van. I wrapped it right away. And you're always with your brother. My brother, yeah. So shout-out to my brother, Fernando. He was He's supposed to come. Hard worker. Fernando, shout-out to Fernando. Shout out to my hard brother, worker, man. Bernie. You guys are like um, Batman and Robin. Yeah. You guys are always together. Always together. Doing right amazing hand job. Man. Yes. We're always out and about doing events. He's just one call away. He's He always says yes. So shout-out to my brother. I think he's watching right now. So shout-out to you. But at that moment, when I joined the chamber, it wasn't until like 2016 
because in 2014 that's when I quit my job and went straight to full-time DJing got my van I had to get licenses like DJ license I had to get liability an insurance official business an official business entrepreneur life entrepreneur life I was like what do I do do I all go in DBA you had to pick an entity yes and I was not very educated on that yet so I had to find mentors to teach me what an entity was what's the right entity for me um, so I think 2014 to 2016 I was just a sole prop which is a DBA doing business as your name in 2016 I became a corporation so I, I became an S-corp from there I was able to learn a lot about what an S-corp was how much money you need to make to eventually become incorporated um, what you need to do you have to get payroll got in, involved with I had to get payrolls oh shout out to Carol Robles I believe she's part of the chamber that's right and she's our she's a new board member of ours longtime member and now runs our ambassador pro- program which of course she works with paychecks right paychecks yeah she got me involved with payroll with paychecks and I'm happy with them you know they do an amazing job running payroll for the company and and yeah so I had to stick with it and and now, uh, you know, from there, I just, that's when I started going to chamber meetings in that's 2016, great. 2017, I believe. Um, and I met, how I met you, I think it was like in 2014. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how we I met. No, I remember. I DJed, Georgia Costa reached out to me to DJ for the your Century High School reunion. Mm-hmm. Your 20-year reunion? Oh, that's right. Or 30-year. That's right. Wow, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes. So I DJed that reunion, I think, like in 2013, 2014. I was still working at the gym at that time. Yes. Uh, but I met you probably like a year later after that. Yeah, yeah. And then you were the one that referred me to go to Hallow's Nightclub for one of my first charity events Correct. for our Life and Hope uh, Cancer Foundation. And I remember walking in there and saying, hey, DJ Bebel referred me. You were like a regular DJ there at Hilo's Nightclub, right? Yeah. And a beautiful venue. And they allowed us to do one of our huge fundraisers there. I think we ended up with like four or 500 people on a Wednesday or Thursday afternoon. Yeah. So thank you to them for supporting us on that. Let's skip a beat here because I know you ended up coming to the chamber. And man, you've helped us at our golf tournament. You've helped us at our Stray Awards. You've helped us at our toy drive, which of course is coming up December 15th and next month. You've been a part of a lot of our events, and you just continue to support us, With which, by the way, thank you so much for that. What has kept you involved in our chamber? Why? Why continue to be around you know, these people? I believe surrounding yourself with a lot of positive people, it, it's key. It's, it's the key to success because I go by a quote, um, you know, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You know, if you're spending time with four winners, you're going to be the fifth winner. I, I think that's... That's true, you know. You don't want to be spending time with a lot of losers or people that are not doing nothing. They're just you want to be around people that are motivated and getting things done, uh, because that's gonna drive you. That's gonna push you. And even if you have people that push you even harder, even better. Um, so I believe surrounding yourself with the right people is key. And yeah, chamber has helped me a lot, and I appreciate everybody at the chamber. Shout out to Ruben. Is he here? Yes, you'll be here actually. He's right outside. Okay. Uh, he's here, our president, Ruben Franco. Uh, let me tell you, at Estrella Awards, you've, you've played and everybody's having a great time. You got everybody going. You got the, the lights. You got the music. You got the smoke machine. You even got those little cameras that you had me hold <laughs> up. It was really camera. cool. The three six. Then eventually, of course, you've incorporated your 360 photo booth. Yeah. Right? That's like a whole new business and world in itself, right? 
Yeah, so that's a, an, an, another service that we offer throughout the company. But I was able to create just a company for itself because I had a successful um I had success doing it with my photo booth company, with just the photo booth bomber company, because there was a time that people would reach out to us, like, hey, can I book the photo booth just itself? We don't need a DJ, we just want the photo booth. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to create the company just for the photo booth. So a lot of photo booth out there, just make sure you do that. A lot of DJs, that's a good tip for all of you guys out there. And then the 360 camera, that's uh, one of the neat things that's trending right now. I think it's really cool. Yeah. At first, when you see it, it looks like this transformer thing <laughs> moving around, and you're like, "What is this?" And it's kind of you're kind of fearful to step into it. But then once you see the results of the music and how it does like a whole slow motion, kind of like that movie, The Matrix. Yeah, it's like you're in the Matrix, right? <laughs> Literally, isn't it? It's yeah. kind of cool. And then what's really cool about it is that you add the business or the events logo, right? So if it's a wedding or a quinceanera or let's say our chamber, you write OCHCC on the actual video, um, just like you do on the photo when it's actual photo, you can print those out. I love all those marketing yeah. tools, right? Yeah, so that's a little bit of what we do with our company. It's all about branding nowadays. So what we do is we do anything for the client. For instance, we did the Chamber Award, you know, the Chamber event for the uh, Saturday Awards. We're able to add that logo on there. We recently did an event with Pepsi and Fatburger at the Post Malone concert a few days ago. And Post Malone concert? Yeah. Oh, just Post Malone. <laughs> I mean, not a big deal. Post Malone concert. So, you know, it's it's all about branding. Our It's a data capture that we're able to capture emails, emails, text messages, I mean, cell phone numbers. So... For the consumer, I mean, not the consumer, for the actual people that own Pepsi and Pat Burger, they want that. You know, that's what they want. Data. Data. Right? Because they're eventually able to email blast, text blast their new promotion. Like they were promoting Pepsi Zero. Zero calories. <laughs> that was a caffeine. I was like, wait, what? Yes. So that's how it works. We do events for Modern Day, we do events for um, OSHA, the School of Arts. And we recently did an event for my son's school. Which was amazing, you know, get to meet a lot of people and so what really surprises me is how booked you are <laughs> like six months to a year in advance. That yeah. says a lot about you. Like you've really built a, a history, a portfolio of returning clients, returning customers. What do you attribute that to? Good service? I believe it's good service, word of mouth, um, especially planning weddings. A lot of people that plan weddings, they get engaged. They eventually got to plan it out a year in advance because venues get booked, church get booked. Uh, but most importantly, I believe having a, the right music, entertainment, the DJ, the right MC, the right host, I think it's very important because you want to make sure everybody enjoys the night. I'm a bilingual DJ and MC, so I'm able to do both. And shout out to your parents. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my parents. Por eso hablo español. Español es muy importante. Para que me paguen más y give myself a raise. Hey, listen, at 33 years of age, not everybody your age knows both Spanish and English. So that, that helps you in your business. Yeah, it definitely helps out my business for sure. Like I said, shout out to all the newlyweds, newly engaged couples. It's I know planning a wedding is hard. If you have the right people to help you, kudos. But so, guys, so real quick, let's go into what you did during the pandemic because I know... The show, we only have a few minutes, and we got to make sure we, <laughs> we talk about long. this. I know, we can go on all night, but during the pandemic, we talked about this before the show. My wife and I, were, we're sitting, because everybody was stuck at home, right? Everybody was, during the pandemic, in lockdown, right? Everybody kind of had to create their house in different 
areas to kind of get away from, you know, going crazy, right, with the kids, with the family. So I had this this man cave, right, where my boys would come in, they would work out, uh, the gym and everything, little boxing area there for them. We had a little couch, we had a TV. And I remember my wife and I literally logging into your, what was called, I guess you started it as a Zoom party, later became an online party, right? And and, and you started what was called Quarantine Fridays. Quarantine Fridays, right? yeah. Where you would play music, <laughs> and us folks stuck at home during the quarantine, we're like, we're dancing, cumbias, you know, salsa. And we're, and we're listening to you, and people were like tipping you online for doing this for us. Like, that was so cool. Share with us a little bit about that. Yeah, the pandemic was, was uh, pretty interesting. Um as a business it was tough because we had a lot of events that were already booked. Like I said, I get booked a year in advance. And it all shut down. It all shut down. Like all the venues shut down. Everything shut down. So everybody had to postpone their wedding or eventually cancel it or just not even have it. Most of my couples and, and clients that booked with me had moved it a year in advance. So instead of 2020, they did it in 2021. So I was able to, you know, compensate them like, okay, don't worry. You know, I didn't, we didn't know this was going to happen. So just, you know, let's just move it to the date that we're available and we'll make it happen. And that's how it stayed. But during the pandemic, we were like, dude, people need to party. People are hanging out at home. You know, alcohol sales freaking went up 600%. You know, it, it was just crazy. So, And somebody reached out to you. Right before that, like we were doing a lot of quarantine parties. We were, I was just live streaming online, doing Zoom parties, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have all of our DJs come on down and drop a set. I brought in Wally first, and then we brought it a Cinco de Mayo event. We brought in a bunch of other DJs. Shout out to all the DJs: Johnny, Gracie D, Dips, Jesse. All of our DJs came by. They drop a set, um, and that kind of how long got, is a set? During that time, we're doing like 30-minute 30, 30 sets. 30-minute sets. 30-minute sets. So you sets. had different DJs putting on maybe different music, different styles, right? Correct. And meanwhile, there's folks like us at home just loving it, enjoying it. From a mental standpoint, you really were helping mental health. You really were helping the stress factor during the pandemic. I don't know if those DJs knew that, but it was so rewarding for us. Yeah, so, and I appreciate everybody on Instagram and Facebook and Twitch that tuned in because that kind of kept us alive, to be honest. And and we were happy doing it. We were, you know, we love, we're passionate about DJ and music. And and it was so, it was nice just communicating with everybody on, on live streaming. Like for right now, people are, looking, are, are uh, listening to us. It, it's fun to talk to them virtually, you know? Yes. <laughs> it's fun. So. And we're sorry we can't interact with you guys and answer questions because we, obviously we have listeners over here that we have to attain to also. But what is next for DJ Bebel? What is the goal? What is the motivation behind what is next? Well, before that question, I know you had asked me about someone reached out to us. So shout out to Tequila Mandala. That's oh, how that's we got, right. That's right. We got sponsored by Austin. During the pandemic? During the pandemic, they reached out to us. Um, and yeah, shout out to Oscar Sanchez. And much love to you, man. And and everybody in the company, Kirk, Craig, Beto, and Heidi. Tequila Mandala, if you guys haven't tried it, definitely try it out. <laughs> you want to share the Zoom party, right? Somebody I reached out to you, right? Yeah. That that said, hey, can you do a Zoom party for me and my friends, right? I think you mentioned this before the show. Oh yeah, this was before <laughs> life going to doing quarantine parties. It was just everybody was going through Zoom. Everybody had downloaded Zoom because they had to work through Zoom. 
So I had to figure out a lot of things with streaming, get the right volume, had to watch a lot of YouTube tutorials on how to get this done. And during that time, there was like a shortage on like microphones, a shortage on cables that we needed. So it was pretty tough for me, but we're able to make it happen. We we did a live stream party for a Zoom, one of my friends on Instagram. So shout out to you. Um, from there, is, that's when it became a lot of live streaming. I was going live on a Wednesday. I started doing flyers, uh, calling on Wine Wednesdays. And then I did events on Sunday mornings, like at 11, which I called it Brunch Sundays. So people would tune in while they were cleaning at home. And me as a DJ, I just wanted to live stream my music. And shout out to everybody listening. <laughs> that was my thing. So, so everybody listening and watching, if you haven't met DJ Bebo or if you know DJ Bebo and you want to come out and support, December 15th is our annual toy drive, which you've always been a part of. Thank you for that. We really appreciate you. It'll be this year at 701 Restaurant in Santa Ana on Main Street uh, in First there, which uh, is what where original Mike's used to be, uh, the new beautiful restaurant there that's that's hosting us. Really nice. You'll be DJing that day, which will be awesome. We, we thank you for being there that day. We have Adam Lasher performing, Rocio Susonora. Uh, we have also a Heartbreak uh, are, are performing that day um, Alumni Heartbreak Alumni performing that night So we have different people Performing that night But more importantly From 5 to 7 There's some great Business networking Which is part of our chamber A lot good. of people That you know right Correct yeah So so, so if you guys have time December 15 And bring um, a toy Because it is a toy drive For the kids in the community Yeah so Definitely come Great opportunity to network With a lot of Successful entrepreneurs And you know You never know Who you're going to meet take you to the next level so it's great networking i know the show goes by so fast i got paul giving me the look over here the dirty eye like hurry up we've gone over time <laughs> folks luis navarrico uh which is aka known as dj bebel founder of dj bebel entertainment entrepreneur and marketing specialist owner of photo booth bomber socal 360 booth a husband a father a community leader Bebo, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for all you do for our Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We wish you all the best of luck. They can follow you at... Yeah, for if you guys want to check us out, you can check out our website, djbebelent.com. My Instagram handle is at djbebel or at djbebelent. And our photo booth ones is photo booth bomber, also SoCal360 booth. And also we have a uh, podcast coming soon, so we'll be doing more live streams. Marketing specialists... I'm telling you, folks, definitely uh, reach out to Bebo. Book him ahead in, in advance. Thank you so much for being on the on the show. Thank you to our, our listeners, our community podcast show, where our community is your community. Stay tuned for next Wednesday. We'll have another special guest from the community, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Paul, take it away. Well, there you have it. Another great reason to tune in each and every time to meet our community the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. 